Welcome back to process. Setbacks kind of suck. If you've ever had a goal or a project that you were really excited about, you really invested yourself into it, but you had something happen that maybe caused that project to stop. Maybe something happened where a work project ended up getting put on the shelf indefinitely. Or maybe you've had a situation where something happened in life that has required you to make an upending change to the way you do life. That's a setback, and they're not fun to navigate. What I wanted to talk about in today's episode are a few ways that you can try to overcome setbacks. But first, if you want a place to connect with other people who are passionate about remote work, productivity, and personal knowledge management or note-taking, join the Effective Remote Work Discord community. This is a hangout spot that we've created where you can connect with other people who are interested in these same areas, but also stay up to date with all that's happening at Effective Remote Work. If you're interested in joining, go to the link in the show notes for the Discord community and sign up today. When there's a major setback, it can be really easy to just try to push through and keep on going. But oftentimes setbacks hurt. And there can be a real grief or grieving process that happens with that. And so the first thing that I think is important to do when trying to overcome a setback is to feel the pain. When I've experienced setbacks in my life, there have been times where I have been angry, upset, I've been sad, even depressed sometimes because of that setback. When you have a situation where you feel like somebody kind of stomps on your dreams or puts a hamper on something that you feel is very important to you, that can really hurt. And so it's important to feel that, to grieve that. It's important to give yourself space to process that pain, those emotions, because we are holistic people. Our mental and emotional state affects our ability to be productive. It affects our ability to think clearly. It affects our ability to do life. And so if you're not spending time processing difficult situations and moving through that, then it gets more difficult to stay on target with the things that are important to you. So spend some time, talk to some trusted friends, journal, give yourself space. Don't turn to the typical things that you would to just kind of drown out the stuff you don't want to think about. Instead, give yourself time and space to process it. Once you've gotten to that point, I feel like another important thing to do is to get above the situation. I've often talked about getting above things in the context of getting out of the day-to-day things that you can get caught up in. So for productivity purposes, you know, that would be something like getting out of the to-do list and trying to think creatively. But in this case, it's more getting out of the emotions and getting out of the logistics of the setback and trying to see it from a top-down angle so that you can see the implications of that setback. A setback is essentially a problem. And when you get a clear understanding of what a problem is, it gets significantly easier to solve. Sometimes setbacks are unsolvable problems, but they're solvable in other ways because you can develop workarounds or you change your habits, you change your lifestyle, you change careers, you change whatever it is that is now no longer moving forward due to the setback. But the important thing is is you can't make those changes until you understand 
what the problem is and the implications that it has for you. One way that I like to do this is journal. I spend some time thinking. I make sure that I get plenty of time and space to clear my head. This is especially where the habit of doing things like a mind sweep is really helpful because if you just get out all of the thoughts and feelings and ideas that you're having in regards to the setback that's in front of you, plus all the other implications of things that are going on in your life at that time, it's a lot easier to process through it and get a big picture perspective. Now, once you get clarity, the next important thing to do is to weigh your options. There are always options and choices that you can make to deal with a setback. For example, if a project at your work gets shut down and you're unable to continue working on it, even though it was something that you invested a lot of time into and you feel was really important to the overall company, one thing you can do is to find another project that you find is important or put your work into something else that is important at work. Instead of getting stuck on what isn't happening anymore, once you get clarity on it, you can evaluate the options on how to proceed forward. Another thing you could do in that situation is maybe that job isn't for you anymore, or maybe that is an indicator that something is happening in your job and maybe you need to make some changes. There are many different options that you can take. It just really depends on the situation that you're in. But if you don't first get clarity, it's very difficult to see the options. Next, I find it important myself to have some kind of a plan. This doesn't have to be the five-year plan of I'm gonna do this and then this, and this is where I'm gonna be, and this is where I'm gonna work. No, this is not the kind of plan that we're talking about here. This is the next action plan. This is the, I'm choosing this option that is available to me due to this setback. And my next action is to take this one step. When you're working through a setback or when you're working through a difficult situation, it's important to be able to take little steps as you go. Sometimes you don't have the full picture, even though you try to get the best amount of clarity that you can. And as a result, you don't necessarily know what steps you need to take for the long term. So in these cases, Maybe pick one to three next actions that you can take to develop that plan. Work those out, do those things, and then reevaluate. Figure out what needs to happen next after that. It's easy when things are going 100 miles an hour and they're going great to have this long plan to try to figure out where you're gonna get to in the next six months or the next 12 weeks or whatever it might be. But when things slow down or when you're smacked in the face with something that is incredibly difficult to deal with or that derails your plans, then you have to take it a little bit more slowly. When you get knocked off the horse, it is important to get back on it again. But when you get knocked flat down, sometimes you got to take a second to breathe and figure out what the heck you're doing next. And that's what taking slow steps does. It gives you a chance to regroup and it also gives you the chance to be flexible. Flexibility is probably one of the most important skills to learn when you're dealing with setbacks. Sometimes setbacks come in multiples. So you have one setback and that gets you thrown off and you have another one and it gets you thrown off even more and it gets, and then you maybe have another one and it throws you off even more. In a situation like that, if you're not flexible and if you're not able to take small steps going forward from there, it can be really difficult to recover. 
One of the ways that I see being flexible as valuable when dealing with overcoming setbacks is the ability to adjust your plans, adjust your decision-making. Many of us who are into productivity, we like to have things laid out. We like to know where we're going next. We like to know what we're focusing on, but especially when you're dealing with setbacks, being able to lay those plans aside, be present where you are now, and make decisions from where you are now instead of where you want to go, I think is a much more effective approach. In closing, setbacks kind of suck. But if you're able to take a step back, give yourself the space to feel the pain of that setback, to get clarity and get above it, to weigh the options that are on your plate, to spend some time to make a next action plan of how you're going to deal with it and what the next things you're going to do are, and then ultimately be flexible while you're walking that out. Setbacks get a little bit easier to deal with. You don't necessarily get to fix a setback all the time. Sometimes you do, but having a plan and a framework that you can use to navigate them does definitely help. I know this has helped me navigate some setbacks in my life recently, and I hope it helps you as well. That's all for this episode. If you're interested in keeping up with what's going on at Effective Remote Work, be sure to join our Discord community. Again, the link is in the show notes. My name is Justin with Effective Remote Work. Thanks for listening to Process, and I will talk to you in the next episode.